this is Aruna Krishnan. On this episode of Lead That Thing, I talk to Ryan Bennett, founder of The Intentional Day. Welcome back, everyone. Today, my guest is Ryan Bennett. Ryan is the founder of Intentional Day. He's a high-performance coach, author, speaker, who guides people to reach their full potential in their lives, businesses, and teams through his proven method of intentional growth. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Hey, thanks for having me on today. So tell us about what topic you're bringing the audience today, and how did you learn about it? Yeah, so I think what I want to talk about is is why the five people you spend the most time with matter like matter most to your future and the reason why is like it just a lot of people don't understand that and a lot of people haven't intentionally thought about who are the five people i hang out with and how do i uh, intentionally be around people who will grow me and lead me and encourage me and uh, so that's kind of what i want to talk about today that's cool so there has to be a reason why you have landed on this topic is there something in your life or something that you noticed as you were you know traversing through life that hey this is something really important and this really makes a difference tell us about how did you recognize the need to educate people on this topic yeah that's a great question so i think for me it was more of a personal experience that i've actually experienced this And then I went back and studied, like, why did that happen? Is there actually some science around it? So I will tell you the story, but let me first give you the the science. So Dr. David McClelland out of Harvard did a study and realized that the 95% of success or failure associated with yourself actually has to do with the five people you spend the most time with. And that's the science around it. So how I came to understand that was actually more of a personal journey. And so uh, basically, I, I was uh, had a really successful college baseball career. So I'm around people who are goal setting. I'm, I'm around people who are achieving, who are trying to work hard on themselves and on their on their craft. And after my successful baseball career, I decided to hone my competitiveness and and uh, made a startup out in Silicon Valley. So recruited a team, started a business out there, and unfortunately, over two and a half years, became a statistic, and I had to shut down mm-hmm. that business let go of my team and with the tail between my legs with the with a big pot with a big piece of humble pie i drove back to kansas city into my parents basement at the age of 27 and 28 and at this point in my life you know my friends are starting to go places do things and i'm here completely broke and feel like a failure uh disappointed in myself not sure what i want to do and i started gaining a little bit of weight started spending too much time watching tv started hanging around with people who just weren't doing much in life and i sort of had that moment of aha in the mirror where i looked myself in the mirror and i realized this is not the person who was an academic all-american in college like this is just Mm -hmm. an average jag just another guy i have to do something differently Mm -hmm. and in that journey in that uh professional and personal development journey that I went on, um, I uncovered that the people I was associating around with were more excited to go have beers and watch college football on a Saturday <laughs> than they were to go to Starbucks and read the newspaper or read a book or study. And I realized, okay, I actually need to change the people I'm around because I'm starting to change myself. Mm. And around that same time, I then got approached 
you know, about joining another startup company as a founding team member of it. And over seven years, we built multiple products, you know, raised millions of dollars of venture capital investment. And now we do millions of revenue with Fortune 500 clients. So for me, the journey really happened of how I understood the importance of this is where I was at my lowest moment. And I realized the people I was actually associating around, out in the 95% of the people I was with was actually leading me to live just an average life. And I mm -hmm. didn't want to do that. I had to blow that up. Yeah, I, that's a really interesting story. A uh, couple things there that I picked up on is like, like I hear the saying, you don't want to ever be the smartest person in the room, right? Because the people you hang out with are the people that kind of lift you up or help you be your better self, right? I mean, and you, you talked about hanging out with your college friends and hang, having the beers and there's a time and place for that, not to say, I'm sure you didn't mean, don't ever do that and always be serious. Um, but if you want growth, there's a certain set of people you want to hang out with. And that's what you're, that's what you're saying. And I think that's really, that's really true and a, a good point in terms of growth. Right. Exactly. Um, and there's moderation. I think you said moderation. That's a good word. Um, it's not that I don't go out and watch college football with my buddies, but yeah. maybe I join them at 6 p.m. and not at 1 p.m. Right. You know, like th there is a moderation of that because I've gotten my stuff done and I want to get, you know, move forward. I've read my books. I've done my study and, you know, I've, I've worked out. Now I'm ready to go have a little bit of fun. And so that's more of like a, um, as I feel like a, a little bit more balanced life for myself. But it took me a while to figure that out. So you've, you kind of share now with that story what you personally learned or gained uh, from from having this sort of uh, learning from yourself, just being at that low point. I think a lot of times when you are at that low point, you have a lot of ahas because you are searching for answers. And then you, and your answers was like, yeah, I need to make sure I hang out with people that will um, bring me to the next level and uh, make me be more successful. But what have you uh, gained from sharing this message you're sharing this message with my audience today and you've shared this message with other people so what have you learned from be sharing this message i think like what i have learned after start sharing this message is that we all kind of in the same boat we're all trying to get better and we just don't know quite know how to or who are those five people or how to mm -hmm. find them and I think that's what I, I've learned through this. And what I've kind of experienced is that when you start to, you realize that you want some circumstances in your life to change, you have to start that process. You need to start, you know, reading or studying or getting around like-minded people, you know, go, you know, even to a networking event or join a meetup group or get on a Facebook page or buy a mastermind, something mm -hmm. to put yourself in the seat and into that, into the game um, of the people around you. And as you start to grow, other like-minded people recognize that. And that's kind of the, the best way to start to grow your circle. But it's really hard and it's kind of uncomfortable. And it's, you know, especially more, I, I don't know if females experience the same thing, but in males in America here, like a, as an adult, it's weird to like say, oh, hey man, let's, let's be friends. Let's go grab <laughs> coffee together and talk about like life stuff. That's right. really uncomfortable. Mm. But sometimes it's necessary. Yeah, it, it is. And it's sometimes it's necessary to do that, you know, I, I've made some friends through LinkedIn that way, but I think it's easier if you're in a community already. If you're in a mastermind yeah. or at work, you're in a work environment and you're actually, ch you know, changing where you're eating at or changing some other ways or going to the gym 
at work to meet people who are got or people who work out, mm-hmm. you know, who have that mindset before mm-hmm. work, you know, morning people who work out before work have a different mindset. And so yeah. putting yourself in that position, I think would help a lot of people. Yeah, that's a good point. And I, yeah, I agree with you completely. Like when you're first starting out with networking, it feels so awkward. It feels so artificial, yes. but then you, I guess the more you do it, the more you realize that people are actually people and they're not that different from you. And you can have conversations, you can talk about family and kids and, you know, kind of break the ice that way and then move on to, you know, what, what is it that and learn about them even from a professional setting. So it's, it's about kind of, it's, it's someone learning a craft or a skill. It's, it's not any different, right? And some people would find it easier than others, but it's still something you can learn. Um, so that's a really good point. And Do you find, can, mm-hmm. can I interrupt you? Do you yeah. find that the more authentic and real you are in those settings, the more um, comfortable you are and actually the more friendships come out of that? 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. I really, I mean, it goes back to like being your authentic self, right? I mean, it's kind of cliche and we use that term a lot, but I, I truly personally don't know how to be any other way. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's wonderful. And I guess coming down to that is I want to associate people who want to associate with me for who I am and not for who I pretend to be, right? Because those friendships or connections won't last, right? Yeah, and I run into that a lot where people are have a persona or trying to oversell themselves to like yeah. try to, I think they try to fit in is what the right. thing is. Right. And, and, and the encouragement to your audience, and I think what you just said is the more authentic yourself you are to yourself, the more authentic you are where you're at, is how you actually make really lasting uh, friendships, which is what what how you build a network, really. Right, right. Great point. So you're going around and you know uh, spreading your message, which is a great message and great message for helping people grow. Can you share with us a success story that has come out of sharing this message? Um, I think a big success story that came out of this with people that have coached one, one person in particular. And what she realized, and actually what a lot of people realize is that they assume that the five people you hang out with most, like, um, propel you to where you want to go and say, look at those five positive people that they spend time with and say, okay, that's where I'm going to go. But that's not what the statistics actually say. They say the five people you spend the most time with, and that could be negative people. That mm-hmm. could be work people that maybe aren't, aren't you know, talking more football than they are work. And so what the success story came with, I was working with somebody and one of the first things we do as they start my book and and my process is actually stopping, pausing, intentionally looking back over the past 12 months and writing out who are the five people you spent the most time with Mm. and then writing down what positive impact they've had and what negative impact they've had. And what will happen from that is that there will be ahas. And on mm-hmm. average, you'll have about two of the people in those five that you're like, wow, I did not realize that they're negative energy or they're always complaining about something or always something's wrong or somebody's out to get them is what's that doing to my emotional health. And actually, I sh- don't really want to be around those people because that's not mm-hmm. who I am. Mm-hmm. And a success story came out of that where she realized two out of the five 
that maybe she shouldn't be spending this time with and just intentionally worked her way in and, and set up a boundary, you know, with those other people, but working her way into other people that are going a different direction in life who are more positive and who are trying to uh, develop, you know, they want, they want a life better than what they have right now. I, I really like that. You know, I'm all about, you know, self-reflection and self-evaluation. And I think it's important for all of us to do that on a regular basis. And then around this, like, unless you actually stop and think about, okay, who am I hanging out with and what has kind of come out of it? I don't think you would actually realize that, oh, okay, this was maybe not necessarily the most, uh, um, helpful relationship or maybe it's toxic and it's holding me back but yeah there, I mean you bring up a really good point in terms of I think we all have to do that pretty often about like where are we in life what are we doing are we on the right path and you know who are we hanging out with is it helpful I mean and, and one clear indication with that is you know as someone who's really into mindfulness and uh, things like that, this reminds me of like, if someone's taking up too much space in your mind and it's not helpful, it might be time to either address it or say like, oh, it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> Have a good future, right? So yeah, and, and feel comfortable with that because um, you know, at the end of the day, life is too short to really be wasting it in uh, relationships that are not um, making you happy or helping you grow. So, yes. yeah, and there's a little, and there's like a tactical thing that I've done and I would never show this to anybody. Like this is just for me personally, mm -hmm. but I do make a list and I try to do it once a year. I, I maybe do it probably every two years, but it's a list and there's a left column and a right column. And I go through all my relationships and I put people <laughs> down the left or right column and I'll never share this publicly. And I, and I, no one sees it and I delete it right away. But it's people who like who are helping me get where I want to go and not in a way of like I'm getting something from them, but they're just really good friendships mm -hmm. or they're developing themselves too or they're encouraging. And then there's the other side of people who are just, as I had an old baseball coach say, who are Jags. When he recruited out, he would look for Jags and it stands for just another guy. Okay. Just an average person who doesn't mean they're not a good father, doesn't mean they're not a good person. It's mm -hmm. just they're not developing themselves and intellectually getting where they want to go. Mm -hmm. And they're just going to be an average life. And so I put, I put that down on two columns and I look at that. And if there is too much time being spent on one of the columns, I'll have to kind of put a boundary up and right. doesn't mean I don't, I don't still maintain the friendship. Doesn't mean we still don't have dinner together once a month, Yeah, but I'm, I, you know, I'm not texting them during the week. I'm not checking in on them. I'm not doing some yeah. other intentional things because it's just not getting me where I want to go in life. Right. Right. And it reminds me of a joke that I'm just going to throw in. Um, I watch The Office and there's this one episode where the boss kind of comes in and he has this uh, list that nobody knows what it is, but there is a right column and a left column and that's what it reminds me of. And they're like, what is this? What is this? And then the boss, he's pretty straightforward. He's like, well, the left side is winners and the right side is losers. <laughs> well, of course, I'm sure that's not what you mean, but that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. It's like you're just trying to evaluate who are those five people that can help me you know, help me grow. And, and if we put it in the terms of help me grow, it sounds less um, like selfish because of course that's not yeah. what you mean. And I know that that's not what you mean, but help me grow and help me become, uh, you know, yeah. a better person is what you're trying to look for. Um, yeah. Not transactional, right? It's not right, transactional, exactly. it's relational. Exactly. And I wanted to emphasize that, you know, cause people can misunderstand that. Yes. Um, 
So what word of advice would you say, would you give aspiring leaders and current leaders around this? Um, I think the, the, the biggest piece of advice is, is have the courage to put yourself out there. Have the courage to go to that really uncomfortable meeting that you may not want to go. That's having people who are kind of you perceive as doing life better than you and, and try to go there and learn from them and be hungry and be coachable and be, you know, driven and, you know, reach out. If you see somebody on LinkedIn, who's doing something that you, that, that you admire and respect, reach out to them, tell them that. And if, especially if you're a younger, um, especially if you're in your twenties or even in your thirties as a up and coming business leader, reach out to those 50, 60 year old, uh, very wise mm -hmm. business leaders in the community. They, they love to get back to you and show up with notes, show up with questions to ask, do your research and soak up all the knowledge that you can gain from them because they are willing to share it and success leads a trail. And just like you would, if you launch a successful product and explode on the market and had huge success, another company will look at that and replicate your process. Same thing happens for business leaders. When you're running a successful company or you're a great leader, there's a success trail and there's tactics involved. So what I would leave is, is go and put yourself out there around people that you want to associate with and then go find those people who are doing, doing things that you want to aspire to and start learning from them on how to do it. I think that's wonderful advice, Ryan. I, I, that, that's just so true and I can relate to that. And I love the word that you just used there, like a success trail. And to be honest, just from our conversation, I think you are leaving a success trail, you know, based on like your experiences. So that's great. I mean, uh, thank you for bringing that to my audience. And I think that's invaluable advice. Um, so now you have a book coming out or is it out already? Yeah, my book's out. Yep. Okay. Tell us about your book. Yeah, so it's based, you kept on saying self-reflection, which I loved hearing. Um, I'll use the word awareness, but it's, it's sort of the same thing, and I, and I love that. Um, so my book is based on an intentional growth model that I developed, and it's, it's knowledge plus intentional actions or disciplines equals growth. So knowledge is also awareness. When we're aware of the five people we hang out with and who's good and who's bad, mm. then we have to take intentional actions around there and, and start to work ourselves into a better, better group of five people. And that's what will lead to growth. So that's like the basis of the, the formula of the book. And so it's called The Intentional Day, A Proven Guide for Intentional Growth. It's a quarterly goals journal. Um, but the first part of it goes through the four levels of growth and the psychology and the research around that. And then the second and the third thirds of the book is actually a workbook where you're working in, you know, your intentional weeks mm -hmm. and your intentional days to start to develop yourself into the person you want to become. And we can find that on, on your website, theintentionalday.com or Amazon. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. Oh. And then where else can people find you? The best spot is really, you, you can email me on my website if you want. Also, I'm on Instagram delivering some content, trying to add value to the audience. And my handle on Instagram is at ryan.performancecoach. Cool. And I'll put that information on the show notes so people can get a hold of you. Or if they're interested in looking at your book, they can check that out. Thank you so much for joining me today, Ryan. I enjoyed this conversation and I know my audience is definitely going to take something away today. 
Oh, thank you, Runa. It was really fun. I appreciate the time. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. And uh, Lead That Thing is a production of Optum LLC, helping businesses define strategies for growth, strategize, energize, optimize. Join me next week on Lead That Thing when I talk to Lori Rifkin and we learn about his efforts to build a community to enable networking. Until then, lead that thing. <laughs>